Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Superman podcast with your hosts, Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 67, Livewire and Identity Crisis. Hi, pals. We're back for another paltastic pal. No, no. Amanda's shaking her head sadly. Yeah. Look, disappointedly. Okay. All right. Let's start over. You introduce the show. Do it. Go. Hey, guys. Welcome to Cliss. We're going to talk about Superman. We call them pals. I don't. Like Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen, we call them pals. Yeah, I have you no did it wrong. Don't tell me how to do it. It sickens me. I still did it better than you. <laughs> it's our show. Well, you did it better than me, but you didn't call them the right thing. I could do my customer service voice. Oh, no, please, please don't. don't. It always makes Freak me everyone so out. out. <laughs> Look, I was around. Do, do you want me to do my? Do you want me to do my customer service laugh? Oh no, please, God! Please don't. <laughs> Look, we've been together a lot of years, and I've always been assured that, that you are not faking it. And I don't mean dirty things. I mean this. You well, don't that, think laughter around that's, a comedy writer. That's that's how you can tell. Yeah. It's because it sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you could see the, the look on my face. It's what an owl looks like right before it spits up a pellet. <laughs> Watch out, Batman. <laughs> I do my whole this whole thing with my customer service voice? No, Absolutely I do not, not. Because you were here to talk about a loudmouth jerk. Yeah. I want your loudmouth jerk voice, which is just your my, voice. My regular voice. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. So why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us the reason you were here? And you've you've had a long, rough week. You're a little tired. Yeah. But you said I really want to be on because I love this character. Yeah, you know? I wanted to. And we were the second episode's about Bizarro, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't care about that. <laughs> Live wire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, tell us then. <laughs> okay, so a shock jock gets electrocuted and gets electricity powers, and Superman stops her. And I know that sounds kind of like one of my death of podcast summaries where we try and make them as short as possible. But like, seriously, that's like all that happens. But despite being less like like a less than nothing origin story that we've seen like 70 or 30 or 30,000 times, it was also really fun. It's basically just Livewire screwing with Superman for 15 minutes because she doesn't like him. And Lex is goddamn delighted by the whole affair. And, uh, yes. yeah, like, the end. On with the show. <laughs> like, that's it. No Tribble. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the, the Tribble thing. You yeah, no Tribble some more. <laughs> yeah. I, um, like we did last summer. We, we are uh, in an unfortunate position. Well, not really unfortunate, but we are in the position of having already met this character in yeah. the crossover mm-hmm. episode with Batman. So there is that. It's like the novelty of seeing her has already worn off. Yeah. So. Not for me. We well, already got yeah. to see her hang no, out with uh, Harley and Ivy. Yeah. yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Which was really escalation. This mm-hmm. was the first time and then the next time she did that. So, you know. But yeah, you watched that one with me. Yeah, no, no. I'm we saying laughed. I'm saying this wasn't a, right. a letdown for me because I just like, no, it wasn't I just a letdown. like Livewire. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a letdown, but I think half the fun of this episode was like, mm-hmm. hey, here's Livewire, this character you've never seen before. I also forgot how hot she is before she becomes Livewire. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like she's dressed like a like a cool goth. Mm-hmm. And then she gets like her naked bikini outfit, and I'm like, oh, that's not as sexy. This is uh, that's the one she, she this, this is made fine. for herself. Yeah, she makes it out of ionized air particles, mm-hmm. and then she does a little what? strut, and she says, 
skin fitting, isn't it? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it's a good line, but mm-hmm. it's not as hot as her like normal, just like schlubby clothes. Uh-huh. That's, well, that's, that's a a thing. not schlubby. She's. That's but... a thing you can do in comics. If you have your lightning powers, you can just make a costume out of lightning. Yeah. Like, you know, Storm pulls not... that shit all the time. Yeah, but, I mean, you know what happens to a toad when it gets hit by lightning. Oh, I know all too well what happens when a toad gets hit by lightning. <laughs> I know Storm exists outside of that, but I'm sorry, that's just Storm to me, and always that's will be. That's too bad. No, Mohawk Storm. No, yeah, Mohawk Storm rules. Mohawk Storm. No, don't Best know anything storm. about that. Mm-hmm. Such a better leader of the X-Men let, than let Cyclops. Let me guess, she mm-hmm. comes out and says, with my lightning powers, I can da-da-da-da-da for no, five she, pages. She doesn't no, she... have any powers. Yeah. With my no powers, well, she I will have beat any you in a knife fight. Yeah, when she has uh, when she has no powers, she just runs the X Men and tells them mm-hmm. what to do. Yep, and like she's really good at it. Mm-hmm. If if I understand what I was just told correctly, that means she doesn't have any clothes. Well, she got some other clothes. She went to the store. With, just with she who's robbed lightning? a she robbed a leather store. <laughs> Who's no, lightning? Did she, she just use? she just like uh, with dark she just like with dark side. You send your guy to the shop to mm-hmm. pick some pants up. Oh, you, Amanda absolutely loved mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, what was his name? Oh, uh, uh, Kracor. Uh, it was Canto because Fancy Blanc Boy called him Canto Bite. Yeah, can- yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Canto loved that he came to Earth to buy regular clothes before he started conducting business. Well, with, he uh, had a meeting where he already had regular clothes. Yeah. And so, then he goes back to deal to, with uh, to Dark Side Planet oh, yeah. with his like fucking sock garters and puffy sleeves. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm still waiting to hear back from Brian whether or not he actually owns that outfit because I'm sure he must. Mm-hmm. Must do. Honestly, I'm surprised I don't. Yeah, you may. Brian and my um, wardrobes, they, like it's almost a circle, mm-hmm. really. I feel like you definitely own at least five outfits that could pass for apocalypse. People. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. easily. Yeah. I just. I bought, like, two new pairs of colorful suspenders, like, last weekend. So, Ooh. if you could make your own clothes out of lightning, yeah. what would they look like? They would be constantly changing. Of mm-hmm. course. There wouldn't be a uniform. The animators would hate you. The animators... Well, honestly, the animators had kind of a lot to do in this world. Or I should say the uh, the, the designers, because we had, um, like, we had original live, like, the... What the, was her name? Like, L- uh, Leslie? L- Livia Wirelwolf? It was Leslie yeah, Willis, like, because I remember being like, what, uh, like, Wesley okay. Willis? No, it's LW, Livewire. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. I honestly didn't pick that up. They always do that. It's usually mm-hmm. closer to their actual... I thought her name was going to be, like, Electricity... Oh, I, I seriously thought it was... Shocksworthy. I thought it was going to be, like, Liv Williamson or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, they, they did have a model for her. And then they had the Livewire model, mm-hmm. but they had the Livewire model also in hospital gown. Yep. Right. So she... She had a hospital gown that she's not going to use again, right. and then she had her live wire costume. Mm-hmm. And then Clark also had his fancy boy outfit in mm-hmm. this, oh, yeah. and I think Lois changed twice, too. I think so, because yeah. I think they were different days, and the show takes an effort to put them in different clothes when it's different days. Oh, and then there's a scene where Lois is like um, writing, so, like just writing some stuff up at the Daily Planet, mm-hmm. and they do all of it in silhouette for no reason, just to be beautiful and show-off-y. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so cool looking. Yeah. I love the show. It's not as showy as early Batman, but it's still it's still great. Once in a while, they're like, hey, remember, we still do this. Yeah, we don't have the budget we had, maybe, but uh, we, mm-hmm. we still have the flair. I'd kind of forgotten, because it's been a while since I saw just sort of that show-off-y for no reason t- 
touch. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been doing a lot of like like Jack Kirby style, like the crackle and like the fandoms all look damn. Awesome. Yeah, it did. I don't care that much about that. Okay. It's all stupid looking. <laughs> I thought the Phantom Zone looked cool. I'm alone on this island. I just think it mostly looks stupid. No, I'm with you when it comes to Apocalypse. Most of it. Yeah. I just think most of it looks like... I I genuinely don't get it. Like, okay, fair I, enough. I see it in comics and everyone's like, ooh, ah, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, sir. But the big I mean, boxy machine. No, or, <clears throat> no. Allow me to do uh-huh. it this way. Whatever you say, sir, you must be right. Please don't do Ooh. that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's the opposite of Livewire. I'm sad now. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us a good thing to make you feel less sad? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Clark at the concert looking like a complete square is awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's such a square. He yep. he spends... Just crossing his arms, shaking his head. I, it's, it's very... I don't understand these kids and their rock music. Clark, you're 30. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> but also, but also, maybe is he? Maybe he's thirty. Like <laughs> he's not know. old. No, no, we don't know how much time yeah. passed between Smallville and and now. But I do know. I I do like early on. He wasn't like she's sitting there talking shit about Superman, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. And the whole time he's like that. Like he never really yep. shakes from that. He only acts annoyed by Livewire when he is Superman. Yeah. Or but also when she's putting people in danger. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not the shit talk, it's the dangerous lightning that she's shooting at civilians. But it's another one of those instances of him doing a good job at having a secret identity, mm-hmm. yeah. because Clark doesn't care about no. this, but no. Superman does. Mm-hmm. Well, true. Well, because Clark has no but reason I do like... to be, like, defending Superman to people, you know? No. No, it's which is why I thought it was weird that that Leslie brought clark and lois onto her show it makes sense to get lois i mean i assume that was just like uh ah, they're both out in the uh both out waiting for me bring them both in let's see what we can get out of this well they like they thought they were going to be interviewing her Mm -hmm. and she pulled them into a surprise interview instead Mm. yeah no i kind of get that she's an asshole yeah well yeah the thing is they were trying to make her howard stern they didn't do a very good job of that's what i'm saying like the thing about, like, and look, I, I was never into Howard Stern. There were a couple of local to the DC market shock jocks that I liked, but, you know. Mm-hmm. He I have also never liked a shock jock. No, they're it's not. Another, no. It's another Kirby thing where I just no. do not get no, it. No, there's not. It's not. You have to be, like, a teenager, basically. I was it. a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, and I played you the guys that I liked, and you laughed sometimes. Sometimes, but it's, the shows are so long. Yeah, they are. And it's not that funny. It's not I, designed to be listened to start to finish. It's designed to listen to a little bit while you're driving home from work. So. Well, it's also just like, okay, let's see. Let's listen to this guy be mean to people for an hour. Like, I don't want to listen to that. I'm not even, like, I mean, meanness is not necessarily my favorite form of comedy, mm. but I don't even hate mean stuff. Like, it can be very funny, but this, it's it never is in this. Well, no, but also... One of his things I was going to say it was being like extra profane and all that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I obviously she can't say fuck on a kid's cartoon, but they could sure imply that she was being like Lude. dirty or yeah. Mm-hmm. And her whole thing was hating Superman and nothing else. It felt like there should be more to it, you know. I did like that she just sort of hated soup. Like, yeah. why why do you hate Superman so much? I don't know. He sucks. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I which spent... <laughs> why do you think I? <laughs> Well, I wonder, why do I like this character so much? That's your good thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my good thing is 
this loudmouth jerk gets powers becomes even loudermouth jerk. Hurrah! <laughs> <laughs> also, she's dumb as a bag of hammers. Yep. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Another one Superman can actually outsmart. Yeah, if Superman started outsmarting her, and I'm like, oh yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. I get it. Well, this week he's got it. He's got it easy there. Yeah. I, I spent like the first She's chunk so of this episode stupid. just like, okay, so like her whole her whole motivation is just being an asshole, and it's like, yeah, no, her yeah. whole motivation is just being an asshole, and then she gets powers and yeah. gets to be a bigger asshole. That's awesome, actually. It's yep. it's fine. It's interesting to me, and I don't think this is a like I'm, it's not a criticism, but it's mm. an interesting observation that a lot of Batman's guys had some pretty psychologically mm-hmm. complex motives. Most of Superman's guys so far are just jerks, dumb like, jerks, parasite, parasite, dumb jerks. Which, who you love because mm-hmm. he's just a dumb idiot he's who a got dumb idiot. The, but he he's the dumb idiot who won the powers lottery. That yeah. is that is the jackpot there, and he's too stupid to use it properly. Mm-hmm. And this is not my observation. I am not a genius thinking this up at this moment. In fact, later on in Justice League, the show brings it up where the villains, even if they're not being created by the heroes that they're opposing, uh, they are like affected by them. Yeah. So Flash's villains, like uh, one of this, like the serious guys comes down to Flash's. Uh... There's no serious Flash villains. We talked about this. No, 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 no. no I'm the serious guys like from Justice League. Oh, okay. Like one of the, the apocalypse guys or whatever comes down. And uh, he's like, why do you not simply crush his tiny head? And Flash is like, nah, we don't, we don't do that like this here. And everything kind of turns out okay. Cause my villains are just sort of goofy and light. Like we, mm-hmm. we like keep me. things light here. Uh-huh. Um, and it feels sort of the same with Superman where you don't have a ton of sort of emotionally complex, yeah. knotted up, gnarled bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of dumb jerks with powers. Or you have very easy to understand motives. Like Lex resents Superman mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. he's an alien that took all the attention away from him. And, I am a, I love Superman. I think Superman's fucking great. But when I watch Superman and I watch some of his villains, like Livewire and like Lex, I'm like, ooh, I'm a bad guy. Because if there was a guy coming around just like helping a bunch of people for no reason, mm-hmm. I would love to think that I'd be like, hooray, what a good guy helping people. But in my heart of hearts, I know I'd be like, what's your fucking angle? Why are you, <laughs> why are you doing this? Why are you being so nice and in front of people? Hmm. What's wrong with I you? I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Something, something doesn't smell right here. <laughs> uh, my good thing mm-hmm. uh, is is something little. It, go, going back to the concert, actually. There's a guy at, at Leslie's live show in a Superman costume with a dollar sign for the <laughs> S, mm-hmm. and he's dancing around like an absolute jackass. And it's just a very on-the-nose, like, if this existed in real life, there would be someone wearing mm-hmm. that. It was, yep. I don't even know why I liked it so much, but it just felt exactly right. Nice bit of business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, oh everybody, boy. you get it? That's... The S, but it's dollars. Okay. He, he he works for the man. Man. He's, he's an establishment tool, man. Yeah, no, that's that's great. And then Lifewire goes, yeah, he's a tool. <laughs> Duh. And then there's me in the corner just like, hmm, he probably is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm, just stroking my beard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No non-tool would be like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I do. I always enjoy the guys who don't have a lot of 
complexity. It's just that it's, it's interesting that there's a lot of them. Just, mm-hmm. just a real asshole who is just like, oh, fuck, now I could be on TV all the time. Eat shit, Metropolis. <laughs> I am TV now. <laughs> but the thing is, if you had a really complex guy against Superman, mm-hmm. and we ha- we occasionally will have that, there's some... Well, Lex it is doesn't... bankrolling all these guys. Yeah. He's not complex, but he's at least, you know, you, you respect his intellect. Mm-hmm. But it, it doesn't necessarily, like, I don't think it would work ongoing. Like, as a one-off, yeah. But, like, a, a really sort of complicated, gnarled-up guy, Superman doesn't have a lot of options there. No, like, what, he, has what to, he has to sort of talk them out of it. What I'm saying is, Toy Man had a somewhat sympathetic, very mm-hmm. Batman- origin Mm -hmm. we found out like oh his father got mixed up with the mob and now he's taking revenge with his toys like okay that father was bitten by a radioactive toy and Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh yeah and now he has to kill dogs Mm -hmm. so he put on a uh a big hollow doll head what is that from i feel like i know that what the killing the dogs oh that's from cruella de vil oh right of course (laughs) the the greatest origin story of a villain ever told i mean i've only seen it in gif format but i have to agree with that that's the only way i wish to see it Mm -hmm. you 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 got it (laughs) a a gif so powerful i changed my hair Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes they should put that on the movie poster me too Uh I'll never watch it. I don't want to see the movie. What are these dogs hiding, you said? (laughs) What are they? Hmm. These dogs are tools, aren't they? They are. They are. They do seem bad. And also, I know you and you love dogs. They're so cute all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but what's their Hmm. angle? Hmm. Well, speaking of Livewire's origins, though, is is this not your bad thing? Uh, Oh, God, yeah. Um, So, does lightning in the DCU actually kill. Anybody? Like, this feels like the easiest way in the world to just get superpowers. Just walk out mm-hmm. and get struck by lightning. It worked for Livewire. It worked for The Flash. It might have worked for Black Lightning. I have to double check. I don't think we get Black Lightning in this series. So I don't think so either. But uh, Wasn't it Dwayne McDuffie who did the bit about how, why do so many black superheroes have lightning powers? Yes, that's he an did, excellent li- question. Is lightning powers or a skateboard? Yeah. Yes, it was his bit. Was it's either it's either a cool a hip outsider with a skateboard mm-hmm. or lightning powers is the only things heroes of color ever get to have. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. It's really weird. He static wrote an too. Excellent now that I'm piece about, about that. Yeah, well, and he created static. So yeah, that was no prob- there, that was man. probably on purpose. Mm-hmm. Or that, or it was like an editorial mandate. And yeah, it's like oh, fine, I'll make it cool. Ugh. <laughs> No, I got to dig this up because there was a piece that he wrote that was excellent that, that yeah, was exactly that. Oh, yeah. The, I wish uh, Dwayne the... McDuffie wasn't dead. Me too. Yeah, he was so good. Yep. Well, we uh, got a lot of his material to look forward to. So yeah, we least, do. At least oh, there's I that. like his stuff so much, and he thinks about stuff that I care about. Mm-hmm. And we, the, the best part of that was we didn't come in knowing the great Dwayne McDuffie was writing Mm-mm. for the show. We watched it, and every good episode had this name on it that we just kept recognizing. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, this guy's good. Yeah. Go read everything he ever wrote. I have, yeah. I mean, the, all six issues of of, uh, of Damage Control, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, he wrote a bunch of stuff. Um, Amanda, what was your bad thing? Yeah. Uh, my bad thing's actually uh, connected. Um, throwing the electric guy in the water to defeat her is, like, lame. Like, it's just not, like... It's, it's every eh. time. It like, just feels... It yeah. feel, well, no, I feel like they're going to do that once. They're going to say, okay... 
We have electric powers. You shouldn't even do it once. The first time you have to defeat her with la- with water. Next time mm-hmm. she'll figure it out, and she'll do something else. But first, time. Thing- we've been watching a bunch of old comedy recently, like silent stuff, and something that's really stuck out to me is there's a lot of like comedy tropes, like step on a banana peel or whatever, that were already a thing. Oh yeah, as- Buster Keaton and Charlie yeah. Chaplin were already aware and already subverting it 100 years ago. Wow. So like, uh, yeah. maybe, maybe we could do better than throw the lightning guy in water. I, I mean, I'm you're not wrong, but I still, I still think the first time is like, well, okay, once. <sighs> I, I do I, like you're not that wrong. she threw it wasn't herself very in water exciting. this time. I, well, she yeah. is. Not very, very bright. stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah, like most of Superman's villains, I would love to see a team. Is this isn't going to happen? A lot of his guys will team up mm-hmm. as uh, coming up, but uh, I would love to see her team up with Parasite. That would be so. <laughs> Have good. them try to th- outthink anybody. Just look they at could each just, other. Uh, fight <laughs> we Hawk might be Girl. bad at this. Yeah. Just have them fight Hawk Girl, who's only yeah. got one solution to all of her problems. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's my fucking favorite. How are we going to get out of this uh, one, Hawkgirl? I don't thought. know. Would it work if I smacked it with my big mace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, every problem's a nail. <laughs> and I have this hammer-like object in my hand. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even mm-hmm. get a hammer. Mm-hmm. No. This is what we have on our planet. We don't have hammers. We got these I, spiky I, balls. I, in space, Egypt. I love so much that her they had to give her, her mace an electric effect because just smacking stuff with a mace was too fucking brutal for a cartoon. It's also not very interesting to see. I don't know if it's pretty pretty brutal. Yeah. I Get don't know that I want to see Bam. the invincible treatment on on yeah, this no. though. No, no. Hope you like crushed uh, so... skulls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I liked invincible. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so my bad thing is yes. well, I already talked about this. They they tried to make her into Howard Stern and they were super on the nose where she called herself the queen of all media because yeah. this was around the time he wrote private parts and he mm-hmm. was branding himself the king of all media, which mm-hmm. look, you had a very successful radio show and a fairly successful movie. That's not all media, dude. That's two things. Oh, and mm-hmm. I guess he wrote a book, but there was yep. still a lot of media he was not the king of. I had that Shut book. Up, I stole it Stern. from the library at our school. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's got dirty stuff in it. Yeah. I would assume that's, as a kid, why you would have stolen that. That's exactly why I stole it. No, it uh, it was, someone put it in the book exchange somehow, and I just walked out with well, it. Yeah, probably there, uh, that sounds, that sounds much smoother than I would picture from you. Mm-hmm. It's real easy to steal stuff from the library. You just put it in your backpack. Look, you, you could just end that sentence. It's real easy to steal stuff, but it's... I was that kind of kid. I don't picture you being that kind of kid. I mean, I don't know what to tell I you. never stole anything. Oh, my God. I stole everything. I am as square as Clark Kent. And yet you don't trust Superman. <laughs> no. Because what's because he stolen? Look at me. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm square as a peg. and uh, Square I, as a peg. I'm square as a peg, and you shouldn't trust me. Being square doesn't mean oh trustworthy. Oh, mm. boy. Does this count as a confession? Can Is this admissible? Can I save this recording? For How many a... pornographic Howard yeah, Stern books are in your never... backpack, Amanda? None. I don't steal things. <laughs> I mean, I only steal good things now. That's the one thing I learned from my childhood. <laughs> Not that stealing is wrong, but... Listen, it was good at the time. No, I get it. And mm. probably, if you didn't think he was funny, at least you heard he was funny, and mm-hmm. then you read it and found out otherwise. Mm-hmm. I get it. Very, also, that dirty, book had a lot funny. of pictures That's... of naked ladies in it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. All right. Fine. 
but yeah, her calling herself the queen of all media was just yeah, like, no. come on, the why whole... don't you give her more personality of her own if you're not going to... The whole shock jock thing didn't work because shock jock stuff only works if you can kind of push it. But you see, she got lightning powers and she was a shock jock. I do see that. It's, it's wordplay, you see. I'm really glad she didn't make her super her villain name be shock jock. That's exactly the kind I of thing they bet... would have done this time and mm-hmm. this i was gonna now. say i bet that and was the pitch. her name would have been sharon jock mm-hmm. uh-huh uh it was cool to see that evan dorkin and sarah dyer wrote this episode yes. those two uh wrote a bunch of stuff i mean he's more famous than she is but mm-hmm. they together have written a bunch of stuff together they wrote a couple of very good episodes of space Ghost coast to coast for mm-hmm. instance uh the one where uh dr nightmare attorney at law that was them <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was. I, I. But what I wonder is, for a brand new supervillain created just for the series, mm-hmm. do the spec writers get to actually pitch the character, or they just Bruce Tim or whoever say, "Here, you write, write this, this guy." I'm, mm. I'm. I don't know the answer to that. I'm just very curious. Yeah. Also, pretty good. Um, like new villain character that didn't come from anywhere. Yeah. Like it, it felt good. like they're like we don't have enough women. Correct. Let's give him some lady villains. Yeah. And this was one of the ones they came up with. Yeah. So, good job. Also. What a total lesbian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are not kidding. Like, like 100% a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know that they couldn't say it because they also couldn't make uh, Maggie Sawyer a lesbian, mm-hmm. also total lesbian. They yep. tried with Sawyer, yeah. though. I don't know that they necessarily tried with, uh, she with flirt- Leslie. They she, might have. She was flirting with Lois and, mm-hmm. like... Well, and that's as good a place as any to, yeah. to play your quote, which is her, her uh, prodding Lois to try to get some info out yeah, of her. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> So, let me ask you something, Lois. I can call you Lois, can't I? Sure, but what's, what's the deal with you and Superman, huh? What, what are you talking about? Come on, you're always getting exclusives with him. Just how exclusive are you two? <clears throat> <laughs> what's your deal? Hey, what's your sup with you? Mm-hmm. Are you, uh... I feel like she was also sussing her out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I say, it felt a little like flirting. Uh-huh. Like everyone wants to know mm-hmm. what the deal is with Lois Lane and Superman by this point. But also... Also, when she does her little uh, rock show, it's all bikini babes. It's mm-hmm. just her standing in front of the bikini babes with a big smile on her face. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Also, her name's Leslie, which yeah. back then was very transparent code because that sounds like the word lesbian and that's the best pop culture could do. Mm-hmm. Are you even trying? I, no, I they were not. But yeah, just like total lesbian, one hundred percent. Yeah, quite probably. Yeah, man, she's great. <laughs> yep. I yeah. All right. <laughs> I will say, and I said this before, and I don't want to harp on this. I wish Lori Petty was a little better at this. The thing I is, like Lori, the sound of her voice. Lori Petty's voice is good, and yeah. I have seen her act in quite a few things. Yeah, I, I know like. she can act, but voice acting is a different skill. And mm-hmm. some of her line reads are, and it could also be, I can't imagine it's the voice directing, because the voice directing of this How show is amazing. Yeah. But uh, I will not hear a word spoken ill of Andrea Romano. Well, she has made some missteps. Mostly in the direct-to-video stuff. Yeah, it, not, which not is really all missteps. Yeah. All I need is a pack of matches. <laughs> that still Ooh. occasionally we... feels to me like, who, could, who do I want to meet? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, especially since uh, like all of the the Joss Whedon stable mm-hmm. suddenly uh-huh. showed up when those shows were hot, mm-hmm. it, it felt pretty clear that's what. She What's was a doing. good way to meet but... Nathan Fillion? You want to be Green Lantern a whole mm-hmm. lot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got a lantern jaw. You could be Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, probably that, that train of thought casting works. Mm-hmm. But it, it felt like it. A lot of it felt very disjointed. Like she was doing like 
like ad read stuff yeah. where you just read a line or whatever. It didn't feel very sort of in the moment because yeah. some of it was good and then some of it felt like the the line had no meaning. Like someone just gave her a line mm-hmm. and said, "Read this." However, yeah, um, because yeah, like I say, I know she can act. Her voice is her voice is perfect voice. for this oh, yeah. character. Yes, like, although I don't know that she sounds like uh, she had a good radio voice. But, no, but eh, like, whatever. but but when coming out of the. Uh, like coming out of like Livewire after she's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like up on the screen just going yeah, <laughs> yeah. so good mm-hmm. <laughs> that is very good um that is about all I had yeah, what, what about else? you fellows? I don't got a ton of notes here no it we did have there a... there wasn't much to this well, mm-hmm. I mean we've we've filled half an hour talking about it yeah. so there was yeah but I just like talking to you guys well all right. <laughs> There was a there was a really cheesy my baby moment that oh I god that was without. so funny yeah that's I mean that's quintessential Superman but I think mm-hmm. kind of on the side of uh, let's try something else guys let's do the train thing again man I love that train thing oh yeah where mm-hmm. the train runs him over because the track's gone yeah Superman's so cool I'm yeah. so glad to hear you say that I did not expect to hear that from you and I'm glad uh, what's his angle though. <laughs> Uh, I think is that is that all the things? That's about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, you want to tell us then about identity crisis? Thankfully, not the comic. Identity yeah, crisis. Thank God. Oof. Ugh. Yeah, just terrible. There'll it's... probably be a fucking direct-to-video one that you guys have to do. Oh, I'm <sighs> sure it's coming. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's just an average day for Superman. Saving children from power lines, stopping bank robbers, rescuing mild-mannered news reporter Clark Kent from a car crash. Wait, what? Saving children from power lines? Don't they know that Louis the Lightning Bug song? It's the 1990s. If children know two things, it's that tobacco is wacko if you're a teen, and stay the fuck away from anything that's electric that isn't your Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah, and uh, Superman has a duplicate now. So he starts off looking very Superman-y, but very quickly begins turning chalk white and having difficulty speaking, walking, and, well, pretty much everything, actually. He returns to Lex Luthor's hidden mountaintop lab that he has, where he can get some medical attention, which mostly consists of Lex and Mercy eating popcorn and going, Jesus, you look like shit. Mercy names him Bizarro, because Mercy is a jerk like that. Bizarro goes out to prove that he's actually Superman, which means going absolutely ham on a perfectly innocent crane and then fucking up a bridge and also my my commute. Makes a heap, Bizarro. <laughs> so Bizarro touches base with Lois, who instantly slips into Lois mode and starts interviewing him. Bizarro takes her back to his lab, where Lex is more than happy to tell her about his plans to build an army of Supermans. I read about it in a Spider-Man comic, he says smugly. You liar, Lois replies. Those comics were impenetrable. Not to a genius <laughs> like me, Lex says. And then Superman shows up to break shit. Superman and Bizarro fight a whole lot. Lex and Mercy fuck off in a helicopter like General Grievous leaving literally any scene he's ever been in. And then a big beam falls on Lois's leg because, again, she's in Lois mode. Superman saves her and Bizarro realizes the fundamental truth of Superman. Superman always saves Lois. Come on, there's a Grant Morrison book about this. Anyway, Bizarro realizes that he isn't Superman and sacrifices himself to save Lois. Do you think he survived? Lois asks as Superman flies away. I don't care, Superman replies. I hate the Bizarros. <laughs> I actually really like Bizarro, but I there was that was the best place to say that. So. It's very good. I, mm-hmm. gave a whole, I gave him a whole mess of peanuts. <laughs> I'm allergic. Don't kill me. 
Uh, this is very uh, good. I enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was so sad. I loved mm-hmm. how sad it was. I don't think Amanda cared that much. Not one bit. I was here for Livewire. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, uh, Bizarro's never here. never done it for me. I like Silver Age fucking comes from a square Earth Bizarro, too. <laughs> but also, turning him into Tragic Frankenstein is very You good. know how oh. I feel about the Silver Age. Yes, I know. You know how I feel about square planets. <laughs> Whimsy. <laughs> ah. Sense of wonder. No, it's not a sense of wonder. It's a it's fucked up, like... What is the opposite of everything? And then mm-hmm. the dumb logic of that. I don't know. They say goodbye and they put hats on their feet. and I just always found it tiresome. Okay. <laughs> More of this, huh, Bizarro? Yeah, this is a whole uh-huh. uh, whole lot of this, actually. We just do go there's on. Something, there's something about Bizarro that also feels a bit insensitive. You really? are not wrong. Yeah. What, yeah. like the sort of mentally challenged? Angle? Yeah. I guess, I, guess, I don't know. Like the voice and some of the posture. I and I don't think that's what they were trying to do, but I was watching it and I was like, eh, I don't know about I this. could see that, but I don't, I didn't take it that way. And mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say definitively this wasn't offensive because that's not how offensiveness works. And but it's not that I'm like, this shouldn't be a thing. I just felt like I was like, mm, I don't love this. I this thought, is, uh... like like the Clock King, someone looked at an interesting idea and said, how could we make this a little more mature and interesting? And mm. they did a good job. I, I um... did like the clone that. Yeah. Oh, oh that, was, the... that was my... Oh, oh the clone slugs. Yeah. That would be my Kids Love Superman mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. where you just have these dead clones of Superman, like, sloshing around on the floor while the, while the lab mm-hmm. burns. That was brutal. And then... Uh... If Bizarro goes into a saw-your-own-clone coma. Yeah. <laughs> that whole moment near the end, though, where he's like, oh, shit, I'm not Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, shit, he is Superman. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, That's so heartbreaking. I love it. I mean, that's just my good thing. Like, I love okay. how super depressing this whole thing is. From Bizarro's yeah. point of view, like, he's Superman, and then he turns into a horrible monster whose brain isn't working mm-hmm. right, and then he finds out he's a clone. Mm-hmm. And he finds out he's not Superman, and it's really, really sad. Yeah, just I like the whole, that. the whole like watching like Superman save Lois and just being all like, "Oh, oh, okay, this is oh, starting he's to right. add up." Ah, oh, crap. Yeah, he's this thing he's been saying as he punches me is is sinking in now. Ha. It's not him. It's just, not me. It's him. The whole episode just being, "I'm Superman. I'm going to prove I'm Superman." I really mm-hmm. fucked up again. I really. No, fu- I Did love... you see me fuck up that bridge? Oh God. I love the logic of I'm going to fix things and them mm-hmm. them finding great things for him. Like he, yep. what he does is he wells a drawbridge together because he thinks it's broken. Mm-hmm. And I love the logic of him seeing things that he thinks are wrong but are fine and making them worse. Yeah. That's, and then Superman has to come and fix it. That's so good. This I, is another one where Superman seems kind of annoyed by yeah. the villain too. Like uh, he... Uh, he has to stop a boat from hitting the fixed bridge, mm-hmm. and he's like, and he says something like, um, "and and he thinks I'm ruining his day or something like <laughs> yeah, that." He's yeah. Just like, like, of course he's gonna keep doing his thing, but he's just like, oh, man. I, I imagine <sighs> the first thing, the the most, the the feeling I would get the most from being a clone of myself would be, oh god, this is annoying. <laughs> oh, imagine what people must put up with. If this is, <laughs> is this what I'm really like? Oh god, oh, god. Oh, me and clone Amanda would be best fucking friends. I'm Ugh. aware of this. Or I, or I'd be thinking, what does she have to hide? Backpack full of Howard Stern books. 
Stolen from the library. <laughs> mm-hmm. Couldn't mm-hmm. possibly be a clone of me. Nope. Mm. <laughs> my, my good thing is Lex just sort of blasé telling his evil plan to Lois. Like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I made a it's bunch so of clones good. of Superman. You want to... And then, and then he's about to blow it all up, and he's like, uh, "If you want to get on the plane, you can come now, See, I, or like whatever." I yeah. assumed that was why he was confessing everything to her, because he's like, "Look, I'm about to hit the destruct button, yeah. and you're not going to be able to put this in the paper, which you will do because you're Lois Lane." Mm-hmm. But just he's like, he's just like, "Whatever." Uh-huh. I, it's very much like I this love is the Lex eighth so much. This is the eighth <laughs> plot of mine that you've stumbled across. What the fuck do I care if you find out about it? Also, she's not going to be able to prove anything. Mm-hmm. Jimmy and his camera aren't with mm-hmm. her, and he's about to blow it up. Also, also hey, do you want to bone it out later? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing illegal about cloning Superman. Well, there tell, probably tell isn't. Me, tell me what's illegal about cloning Superman. You tell me right now. Ah, fuck. Mm-hmm. He's not, is he even a person? He's not from here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I cloned also, Superman. Cloning I'll was, tell anyone. Cloning was bad a thing mm-hmm. in, in the actual world at this point. I think they had just done like Dolly the Sheep. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, it was like they hadn't they hadn't made laws yet. Also, when he's explaining the plot, it's again, just sort of like, yeah, there's some blood and I took it. And I just started cloning stuff. What are you going to like? Yeah. Yeah. Look, just, you got, I clone you got what blood I want. on my robot Tyrannosaurus. What am I going to do? Just clean it up and throw it away? I mean, do you honestly. remember that time he was fighting my robot Tyrannosaurus and there was that. blood all That's over the place? Great Will? Line. I took that and yep. started cloning all over the place. What are you going to do about it? Nothing. Get in the plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's better than what movie Lex Luthor did when he cloned Superman, who made mm-hmm. the nuclear man, <sighs> who looked like a like a, a blonde wrestler, but spoke with the voice of Gene Hackman. Weird. It was very, that, very, very bad. Is that is that a clone, or is that just a dude you made, Lex? <laughs> he made it out of Superman's hair that he stole from a museum, so it was supposed to be a clone. I really wish that had just been a hair monster. Why did they have Superman's hair in a museum? That actually wasn't bad. It was like showing how strong Superman was. It was supporting like a 10,000 pound weight with a single strand of his hair. Oh, okay. I could, I could see that being in a museum. That seemed... I thought they just like, like some that. pervert just cut his hair and put, <laughs> yeah. it in, put it on a pillow. Yeah. No, it wasn't like, behold, Superman's drain. <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I get a donation hair of hair, out. Superman? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. This isn't for the museum, it's for my personal collection. <laughs> Whatever you say, citizen. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your angle? No, it was a... <laughs> it was a, you know, like the holding up the weight. That's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. definitely the sort of I did. I never that saw it, that movie, so I have no Oh, that's idea. the best part of it, is that, that hair. Okay, so good, I don't have to see it then. No, I've told you, and, you know, yeah, it's, it's real, real bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think I've mentioned previously on the show that the forgetting, the very problematic forgetting kiss that he has for Lois in the Ew. other movie works to undo what she's forgotten if he wants to talk to her again, which to me is That's much worse. worse. Yeah. That's awful. Don't do that. Mm. When he just wants to get old Lois who knows everything back, he just kisses her again. That just, that doesn't seem like something Superman would do. No. I know. Even, especially Chris Reeve Superman, who was, seemed like a real nice angle? guy. Mm. Hey. Hey now. He was thrown from a horse and paralyzed. Let's uh, let's let's not. What's his angle? Uh, let's see. Oh, my good thing. Mm-hmm. Tim Tim Daly, the voice yes. of Superman, so good. So mm-hmm. far, has been doing an excellent job as Superman. He's also the voice of Bizarro, which honestly, 
you know, I'm always Mr. Oh, that's that. That's this person. That's that person. Hey, it's that guy. I'll put that in a podcast one day. But I I didn't know who Bizarro was. And then I was like, oh, it's it's him. He's doing both. That's mm-hmm. very good. The guy they get for Justice League is good, but I he never like good. him as much as Tim Daly. Yeah. No, and Tim Daly, the thing about Superman is he doesn't have, like, a huge amount mm-hmm. of range. This guy doesn't have to be, like, he's just, you got to trust him. There's something, some quality of the voice where you just <laughs> have to feel, and you don't, but everyone else has to. Yeah. She's doing well, that know, face right now. She's raising one eyebrow. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But, mm. you know, he does but, have a voice. But Superman feels in primary colors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he... You know, it's not complicated, but it's definitely, you need exactly the right voice It's not complicated, but you have to believe it. The earnestness has to be there or else I'm right. And I'm the villain. Don't let me be right. (laughs) Yeah. You will believe a man can be trusted. Yeah. That was the poster. (laughs) I won't. (laughs) Well, all right. Uh, Amanda, what was your bad thing? So, I was all excited because Lois was like full on Lois where she was running around and interviewing mm-hmm. Bizarro and figuring out what his deal was. And she gets to the the clone factory and she's confronting Lex and she's still like a fucking badass. But then she gets trapped by falling debris so that Superman can save her. And that's important to the to the end of the plot. Like I'm cool with her getting yeah, like Yeah, because Bizarro has to see, oh wait, saving yeah. Lois. <laughs> but she it's it's by chance. It's yeah. not like she's running back into like a real lowest moment would be she goes back in to save the evidence, mm-hmm. and then she overreaches and Superman has to save her. In this, she was just like on her way out and got caught by dumb luck, and yeah. it would have taken nothing to the the final beat wouldn't have changed because I agree the final beat was like that's what it had to be. Mm-hmm. But the reason for her getting caught should have been her overreaching desire. Yeah. Not just a thing that happened. Yeah. Because things don't just happen to Lois. We've called this out pretty much this whole second season yeah. and a little toward the end of the first season. Lois hasn't driven the plot for a while now, and we both hate that. And yeah. Lois is rad. This is the yeah. best version of Lois. She's fucking fantastic. And she will have plenty um, more good moments. <laughs> I like in the, the uh, Lois in the shorts. I don't remember. The, oh, like yeah. Where they she did a series of where she's just like running in people's faces. She and... feels like a real Paget Brewster character. Mm. Yeah. Where she, yeah, where she's she she'll hop on top of a jet and just be like ding 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 ding. Yeah, I remember we need that. it. Oh, she's so good. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who did those shorts or anything else about them, but I do remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that was the best thing about them. Yep. I agree. Are you guys gonna do that for this? No, not part of the universe. Huh. So no. Uh, what was your Do it on the thing? Patreon and make people pay for no, it. No, stop signing us up. We're already doing too many things for money, the money, 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 we're do- money, we're gonna we're... money. We're going to keep doing the boring movies that we hate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you got for a bad thing? Uh, my bad thing is I don't like Bizarro's costume just changing when he becomes Bizarro. Like I don't know, but he just did it. He did garbage. it with lightning. Sorry. He did it with lightning. He ionized the air. It's fine. <laughs> He doesn't have any lightning powers. That's where come costumes on. come from. Pay attention. Okay, fine. Sorry. All right. It's, it's a real yeah, easy fix. You're, just you're having, right. Like, fall in a vat of something. It's a fucking superhero cartoon. There's always vats of crap around. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does turn into, like, the, the messed up S. And the thing is, his colors are different. Like, his mm-hmm. blue is purple. Yeah. And his, his red is, like, I don't remember off the top of my head yeah, now, but, but it's, it's, they're different colors. Mm-hmm. But just, like, all you got to do and, is but, just yeah, have him. It, or, or fall or them into a bunch of garbage or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, something. 
but yeah, nothing. All that happens is he wipes off the the like his face makeup, mm-hmm. and Which I don't think it's supposed to be makeup. But no, he's like degenerating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he wipes off his face makeup, and then his costume changes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not very mark? clear. Like I always assumed it was like wasn't his origin in one of the comics at one point like it was an imperfect duplicator ray yes. or something. So like the the duplicator did the costume wrong right. as well as the guy. Yeah. Is how they explained it, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that he needs to go change or anything, but just like give us, no. give us the tiniest morsel. I told uh, you it was lightning. Uh, Bizarro has to change into more oh, uh, Bizarro costume, <laughs> right? Or or Mercy's like, here I sewed this for you while I was thinking about how much you sucked. Man, she was a jerk. <laughs> she Boy, hates sure him was. so much <laughs> for no reason. Lex, why are you dragging me to see this asshole? I don't want to do this. And and Mercy, Mercy, this is my clone of Superman. Gross. I hate it. More like Bizarro. <laughs> Get the me and fuck. feelings hurt. Get the fuck out of my face, Bizarro. Oh. <laughs> she was just so mean the thing is, for no was, reason. She was she was all of that, but what really got me was You've seen demonstrably that he has Superman's powers and mm-hmm. he's unhinged. Do you really want to get in his face Fearless. and piss him off? Mercy does he, not give all a he shit. Has to do, all he has to do is like move his finger into that I'm going to pluck mm-hmm. something thing and do mm-hmm. it to your face and your brain caves in. She is not worried about it. Though Mercy in her role probably has to stare down some pretty scary guys. Yeah, but not yeah. people with Superman powers. He, he, no, but Lex is like going around collecting super people right now. Well, we we actually didn't talk that much about yeah. that during the last episode. But yeah, his the last beat of that story was him saying, hey, Livewire, guess what? You work for me now. Yeah, and because he loved, he, he was a big fan of her I Hate Superman yeah. show. And he's a big fan of lightning powers, mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. I mean, he's bankrolling every one of Superman's guys who aren't from Apocalypse. I kind of love that. Yeah. He's got a form of an injustice pro- bunch. Mm-hmm. Manheim's uh, bankrolling <laughs> the ones from, from uh, uh, Apocalypse, so, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's behind all of this. Ah, uh, the injustice bunch. We're so. stealing from the rich to buy ourselves jetpacks. Uh. Okay, Ice Manda. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest superhero name ever ever yeah. made. <laughs> and okay, my bad thing. Look, you, you already called this out in your in your summary, but I, I got to say it again. Mm. The, the bit at the beginning with Superman rescuing the kids from the power line thing felt really like the like that should have happened at the end of a GI joke, you know, like and knowing is half the battle. I kind it, of liked that because it yeah. was Bizarro that was doing it. It wasn't real Superman. It was the clone well, of yeah, Superman. Yeah, but like, it still just played off real cheesy. I I, I love that. Like, Bizarro Superman thinking he's Superman is a little too Superman. Well, they yeah. definitely overplayed him hands-on hips, big heroic <laughs> smile. like Saving the, the cat that. from the yeah. tree, yeah. from yeah. the granny, etc. Yeah. I'll that was a good reveal. Power line thing. But I just think the, the situation with the kids played out too much like it was an actual PSA, and I didn't, I didn't love it. I mean, it After absolutely that, felt that way. Um, yeah. After that, when uh, Bizarro, who still looks like Superman, saves Clark and Lois... Mm-hmm. And Clark is jealous of Superman. Yeah. That felt very genuine. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, that didn't feel like he was like, what's his angle? He felt like for a moment there, it really felt like that feeling of Clark being jealous of Superman. Yeah, resenting Superman mm-hmm. who is him. Because in some of the some of the good comics I've read of Superman, there is some of that where it's not like it's it's not like his dark tragic past or anything, and he doesn't like crack a mirror to like yeah. his the two sides of his personality. He's just sort of like he's just sort of bummed out about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, why does Lois like only like me when I'm like this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean like this the same. 
Like you don't like either of them. Superman could probably get it though, and Clark absolutely could no, not get that know. weenie away from me. You don't trust Superman, and Clark, you just want to push over. I yeah, know you. Oh, Clark, I would just oh, I'd push him into him. Oh, all I'd be able to think about all day is just pushing him over. This is the dream of short people: is being oh. able to push literally anyone over, and they just can't. Oh, I could just push him over. Mm-hmm. I could just push him over onto the ground. Oh, he wouldn't do anything either. Mm-hmm. No, he'd apologize he'd to you do about it. Oh, he, he he'd just would. Lie there. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> no, I, uh, I I liked that too. I liked it's. We spent so many years covering Brandon Braga written Star Trek stories where there was a uh, fuck with your mind Ooh. moment at the beginning where it's like, wait a minute, Superman and Clark Kent, huh? And that I'm so used to just hating it. Uh-huh. But this show really, it was like, wait a minute, yeah, hey, what? And then it's they paid it off reveal. pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, it, but it's a good. It's a good, like, what the fuck moment. Yeah. But, like, I love, I just, I love Clark getting out of the car. Just like, um, wait, what? Lois, we were just rescued by Superman. Yeah, that happens all the time. No, no, no. um, Also, there's a moment, and this is more in my head than actual textual, where he then changes into, like, where Clark changes into Mm. Superman. And in my mind, I just sort of picture him peeking down to check. (laughs) You said that, where he, like, looked down at his shirt and, like, I am Superman, right? (laughs) Like, just, there's just a moment, because he does look down just Mm -hmm. slightly, but it's just so that he can, like, take his his Clark outfit off. Yeah, but what it looked like to me was where he, like, am, wait, I am Superman. I, I, okay, yeah. I'm, Where's I'm, the S? I just, am just Superman, right, guys? Okay. Just, I can't tell anyone this, but but I but, am. But yeah. I am, though, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, my God. And there's... Speaking of the animation, when you've got Superman v. Superman, colon, Dawn of Bizarro, mm-hmm. um, there's so Sorry, much... it's Sunset of Bizarro. Oh, pardon me. Um so there's so much unnecessary cape flapping because they're flying around and sort of like standing off against each other. And it's another one of those beautiful touches that's completely unnecessary. Like they could just have the little billowing at the bottom and you'd get the idea, but mm. it's snaking around beside mm-hmm. them and it's it's really, really oh, yeah. good gorgeous. Cape, good cape animation is like, you definitely notice it because you've seen a lot of shitty superhero mm-hmm. cartoons where the cape just doesn't act the way it should but mm-hmm. or they, they they have a like they have a stock animation of the yeah. cape flap and i get it like you don't want to spend all your money on cape flap but, yeah, but man the, if i remember good. correctly the point of putting a cape on the original you know superman on the original superhero is to show that how dynamic his flying is to show like it flapping right, while he's flying that doesn't cost nothing in the comics no that's what i'm saying but when you animate it mm-hmm. you have to you have to pay that off. And it was just having both of them do it. Like you could, yeah. you could tell which way the wind was going and which way they were moving. Like so much time and thought and energy went into it. But also and... you could contrast real hero versus like mm-hmm. the, the pale copy of the hero by the way their capes moved. Which oh, cool. it was so good. Like it, it was another one of those real show offy, beautiful moments that these shows do that I, oh, I love it. So good. So good. Yep. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, quote? Oh, yeah. Ye a quote? This is just Superman talking to Bizarro. I just thought this was funny. I know you're a busy guy, but I am dying to get your autograph. Yeah, there were a lot of good lines mm-hmm. in this one. Very enjoyable. I, Bizarro will be back, and they will do some other stuff with him. They will they will team him up with different guys. They will, they will mm-hmm. like, escalate. Much like with Livewire, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this first appearance is okay. Yeah. But now, now he's a toy they can play with, mm-hmm. and now they can do something better with him. So... I like that. 
Uh, that's a, that's about all I got. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a you? part, uh, part where they're in Lex's lab, and Lex is explaining to Lois, like, uh, "This is how I clone Superman." The scientist that Lex hires just sort of motors past in the background, like, "I don't want any part of this. I am not talking about this. Leave me alone." I'll Look, be on my way. My agreement was you could have the use of my cloning expertise as long as I didn't know what it was for. So la 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 la. <laughs> Time to be uh, hitting the old dusty trails. We're on top <laughs> of a mountain. You can only get down through my helicopter. I'll just uh, wait over there. Maybe Bizarro <clears throat> can give me a ride down. Mm-hmm. That guy doesn't yeah. want me to tell you about his Superman clone, but he totally cloned Superman. What? Shut, no, shut up, Lex. Can't the acoustics behind these tubes of who knows what is mm-hmm. are real bad? I don't know whether they're in these tubes though. Couldn't I don't say. know. Couldn't say. No. Please stop tapping on the Superman tube hmm, like this. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. The Superman inside it is like. Dum, dum, dum. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, there was a moment where one of the things that. Um, uh, Pizarro does what he thinks he's fixing is knocking the uh, the Daily Planet mm-hmm. planet off the mm-hmm. top of the Daily Planet building. I think we were watching our friend Tidro is is visiting us. Tilo. Yeah, excuse me. T- it is Tilo now. Yeah, she has, she has changed her name. Um, uh, the the voice you hear introducing you to the show every mm-hmm. uh, and and she'll be on later this season as well. Said she just generally has a bubbly voice. What must mm-hmm. that be like? Yeah, not having to put it on. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> she has to put on a mean voice to yeah. be a jerk. Um. It's but adorable. She's like, why? She hates that building. She's like, why do they build that? It's just gonna get knocked down every episode. <laughs> <laughs> she was genuinely really annoyed. Yeah, like it wasn't a joke. Yeah. It was, it was genuine. Yeah. Why do they make the Daily Planet like that? But there was the moment where, uh, and to her point, the fourth or fifth time, yeah, maybe it's time to change the design. Mm-hmm. I guess. And do we so. need a giant but... seven thousand ton globe on the roof of this thing? Look, it's the Daily Planet, and the skyline is Art Deco. Yes, we do. <laughs> but, but okay, so Bizarro knocks it off and then flies away. Mm-hmm. And there is, like, like you could write a scientific paper mm-hmm. about the perfect formula of the exact amount of time. It's a Looney where, Tunes. Where the mm-hmm. frame is empty, and then Superman flies into frame carrying the planet with an irritated look on his face. It's just perfect. And struggling Ugh. a little bit. Like, because Bizarro's not... gone, and here I come to fix it. Too late. Ugh. It's and, so good. And so once again, there's that guy. thing where he's where yeah. he's been um, depowered a little bit. Yeah. So it's, it's a difficult. Struggle. It's a struggle for him. Not just because it's heavy, but because it's awkward. Yeah. Because like mm-hmm. Tilo said, why have they done this? <laughs> yeah, well, okay, fine. That's her point, and I don't want to spend too much mm-hmm. time. Like it's, She can argue that when she's on. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just loved the moment of him, you know. Yep. Like I said, it was like a perfect comedy moment. It was so good. And they, I think they walked the line for the most part. Mm-hmm. They got some laughs out of Bizarro, but also they made him very tragic. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry you didn't, but not really funny, didn't. not tragic. Didn't do it for me. Disagree on both counts. But next week we get. I mean, you might not think it's funny, but we get a straight up dedicated oh, comedy. Oh no, I did so. think that one was very funny. I remember that from before. Mm. Very well. Because next week, I don't remember what Target is, but we also have the one where Superman goes to Target to get some deals. Uh, Yes. Yes, of course. Let's make a Target run. Let's make a Target run. (laughs) 
The show Jane the Virgin had an episode where everyone just sort of looked in the camera and held up their target bag and mm-hmm. kept talking about making a target run, and it was. But it real, real like bad. it was it was funny and like whatever. But recently we were watching Riverdale, and it was oh, like are you telling spon- me something. You about to say something in Riverdale was ridiculous? No, this was not regular Riverdale ridiculous. Um, uh, Veronica's rich dad was like eating Doritos, and he like held them <laughs> up to the camera, yeah. like he like faced them to the camera and yeah. was like, "I sure." I, from Riverdale, Hiram sure Lodge, who yeah. owns this town, Riverdale, from the program Riverdale, sure love Doritos chips. Uh-huh. I mean, that dates back and it to was the 30s. Awful. It, was it does. Awful. Yeah, I loved it. I love everything about that show. All uh, right. Uh, Amanda, would you like to plug anything? Yeah, lots of stuff. Okay. Um, I'm just going to keep plugging until you stop me. Yeah. Uh, I have no you shame. Get, you get 30 seconds. Go. First thing, uh, Death of Podcast is Al and I's uh, Discworld um, show. It's a lot like this show, except it's about the Discworld books. Mm-hmm. Um, we're done. And if you money, 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 the Patreon, uh, you can get all of it, including a bonus episode uh, for a couple of extra books and for the abysmal Guards Guards show, which you we hated. And if you guys love hearing us left. hate things, listen to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing I want to plug is USS Endeavor, where I play Dallas Cerdo, the greatest character okay, ever Okay, your created. time is up. Sorry. Go go listen to that. Endeavor's I, fine, whatever. Endeavor's amazing. No, we're, it's we're my it's my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of uh, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I fucking love Endeavor. It's got original score. It's got great characters. It's got great voice okay, actors. Really the writing's didn't amazing. Spend three minutes talking about uh, but uh, you should. I Del Lacerdo, the greatest fictional mm. character ever created, and fan favorite. She's not. This this is not canon. None of this dialogue. We, we have not vetted this dialogue. It is not canon. Um, but yeah, listen listen to that. It is our scripted uh, uh, Star Trek fanfic show. We're very proud of it. Uh, we have an episode coming up that I've just almost finished editing. Oh, it's Written by my esteemed cohort here. Yay. That is a full-on horror episode, and it is excellent. Oh, it's so Yay, fucking good, works. guys. So good. And if I may toot my own horn for a minute, toot, toot. one of the best performances I've ever done. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. All right. Uh... I suppose that's it. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. If you want to write to us, it is kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail, the website kidslovebatman.com, and we will be back next week to cover the episodes we mentioned, and the Mixias Pitlick episode I am particularly looking forward to, because it is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. That's all for this time. Me, I'm saying twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Matt Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2021. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.